Welcome to chapel, everyone. Bienvenidos. Uh, we'd like to get started, but first to kind of center us into this space, um, especially concerning the topic we'll be covering, we'd like to observe a moment of silence for the victims of the School of the Americas. So please join me. Thanks. To give you a little bit of background about the School of the Americas, um, it was opened first in 1946 in Central America in the country of Panama um, with the canal negotiations. Um, it was kicked out of Panama and uh, brought to its current location of Fort Benning, Georgia um, in 1984. Um, the School of the Americas is a military training facility uh, where soldiers from various countries in Central and South America arrive um, and receive training in counterterrorism, um, counter-guerrilla, torture, interrogation tactics, um, with this facade of teaching them human rights and better administration so that they can take those uh, tactics back to their countries. The reality is that when they arrive back in their countries, um, oftentimes the very soldiers that lead coups or um, form death squads, uh, massacre peasants, civilians, the opposition, come from this school. Um, and so despite its facade, um, it's a very lethal place. In 2001, after much, much pressure, um, it changed its name to a more uh, numbing name, you could say, and it's now called Western Hemisphere Institute for Security Co Cooperation. You know, um, a little bit confusing to most. And people thought with the change of name, policymakers thought with this change of name, um, the movement would die but the movement hasn't died. Father Roy um, was the starter of the movement called SOA Watch, um, which brought attention in media and through faith communities throughout the country and Latin America about the school and what was going on. Uh, some 20 years ago, it was him and about six uh, nuns and priests that began. and. It's been slowly building, building to where when we were uh, in Georgia this past November, there was somewhere around 20,000 uh, protesters uh, from all different ages, from all over the country, and also from Latin America. Um, so this chapel, we'd like to share a little bit of our reflections from that, from that trip. Please turn in your green Sing the Journey books to number 61, How Can We Be Silent?
Friday night before hitting the road and spending 14 hours on a bus to Fort Benning, Georgia, a group of us gathered in the parking lot for a send-off. In the blessing, Paul Sturry told us that he was proud of us for going to the protest, that his heroes were people who stood up for justice and peace. But I didn't feel like a hero. I believe in those morals and that Jesus lived and taught a message of justice and peace. But I don't yet know how dedicated I'll be, what role these beliefs will play in my future, or what role I will play in these matters. But I do know that there is nothing I believe in more than love. I am passionate about love and about people. My friends will tell you how much I talk about how beautiful and gifted people are, how much potential they hold. It breaks my heart to see lives misused, abused, wasted. You're all familiar with a passage in Mark 12 where a scribe asks Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus answers, the first is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. I went to the SOA protest because these commandments stir something inside of me, reminding me of my deep love and passion for people. I also wanted to educate myself on the SOA and other justice and peace related issues, as well as the organizations that work toward these, um, like Witness for Peace. Well, I learned a ton, um, but I also expressed my passion and love for people and life in very unexpected ways as I honored and mourned the deaths of children, youth, grandparents, parents, recognizing also the lives of the soldiers trained by the School of the Americas. Upon seeing the chain fence swathed in a sea of white crosses, I wept. The grief bore directly into the core of my being. It was heartbreaking, yet life-giving. It allowed that love to, free flow, to flow freely through my heart, soul, mind, and body. Again, I don't know what role justice and peace will play in my life, whether I'll be hardcore dedicated, protesting and boycotting, or whether I'll simply mold those values into the person I become, extending justice and peace to the stranger at the grocery store, uh, my family, the old woman on the street corner bearing a homeless sign. But from my experience at the SOA protest, my love for people and life is deeper, and I feel more deeply God's calling to simply love, to share intimately in the heartaches and the joys of those surrounding me. Right now I'm undecided on a major, um, and have no idea where life will take me. But that weekend, I rediscovered the importance for global awareness and compassion, and I rededicated myself to the way. Music has been and continues to be a very important part of the SOA Watch movement, so we would like you to join us in singing one of the songs that we sang while we were down there in...
mass, no more cried hills of sound echo the voices of the When we got to Fort Benning's, Georgia on Saturday, the street in front of the fort was blocked off and all along the streets were booths that educated people about all sorts of different social justice issues like situations in prisons or in sweatshops around the world. There were leaders of the movement like Father Roy who stood up and spoke about it to further teach us and there was all kinds of singing like the songs we just sang. And then later that night there were seminars where we could learn about issues like immigration or union leaders in Colombia. Then on Sunday, there was a completely different atmosphere in the area. The most of the thing was a vigil when we all had crosses with names of people that were killed by graduates of the SOA written on them, like the crosses we have up here now. During the morning, they sang out the names on the crosses in liturgy style and after every name, we all raised our crosses and sang Presente after them. This was a deeply moving experience for me. When I got back here, I wrote a poem about all the thoughts that went through my head that day. And the poem represents all my conflicting thoughts from the day, but also my journey to understanding the meaning of solidarity. Just one voice. 20,000 voices crying out. Nothing I do matters. It is vitally important that I do it anyway. The teenagers who buy, joke, and make stupid comments. The dedication shining from the faces of the old. A celebration of life. A mourning of death. Hearing the speakers break the silence against injustice. Hearing the loudspeaker from the fort. All of the school's policies are in line with the US Army. Knowing I have nothing to fear from the helicopter that flies overhead, disrupting our moment of silence knowing that's not true for everyone. A celebration of life. A morning of death. Saturday, a festival. Sunday, a funeral. A philosopher once said, other men's crosses are not my crosses. I carried the cross of Jesus Anibal Gomez Garcia. A cross that bore the name of Jesus of Latin America in my hands. A cross that bore the body of Jesus of Nazareth in my heart. Inside the base, the training of soldiers. Outside the base, singing the names of the dead. They were killed, nameless, far away. We sang their names, and their spirits were presente with us. The names of children. How could anyone harm a child? They are sacred. The sun shines on the just and the unjust. There was sun on both sides of the fence that morning. With the complicity of my life, the blood of Jesus Anibal Gomez Garcia is on my hands, too. What can wash my sins away? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. My blood is connected with the blood of Jesus of Latin America. My blood is connected with the blood of Jesus of Nazareth. Solidarity, the act of standing out of respect and love with our sisters and brothers. Solidarity, their crosses are my crosses. No more shall the hills of Salvador echo the voices of the world. We cry out, no mass, no more, no mass. 
Disclaimer. The views expressed herein are those of Nate Day, not necessarily those of PAX, Goshen College, or the SOA Watch. I think I saw a collective squirm from this area here. <sighs> After one long physically, mentally, and emotionally taxing weekend, I was left with several things to reconcile. I was tired, depressed, and confused. On learning parts of the overlooked atrocities of the United States government, I made the long trek back from Georgia to Goshen in a crowded bus, making scattered conversation in an uncomfortable seat with the gloom of guilt shadowing everything. I awoke from a groggy rest as the engine idled, choked, and died in the Goshen parking lot. I staggered into my room and slept. It turns out, the world of Goshen still spun around its lazy axis in my absence. Surprise. I had come back to an unchanged place, my struggle began here. I had gone away, opened Pandora's box, and nobody noticed but me. Duh. I had had subconscious notions of sudden repentance and change. Now that I had come close to understanding the sorrow caused by our warped policies, I felt that change was inevitable because the injustices were so clear and were now exposed to me. I felt that my immediate responsibility was to go out and share what I had learned with anyone who would listen. Then I paused. What good is my evangelizing if I can't even push for change myself? What had I done to help the situation? Sure, I signed a few petitions, showed up as one more body in a sea of protesters, cast a ballot, but all those seemed to me like incredibly detached and temporary ways of showing my disapproval. I had begun to understand the fact that I couldn't do a thing to help. But I also couldn't accept that. Having seen, felt, and learned what I did that weekend, I could not stand idly by and relax back into my life here. With my limited power, however, there was nothing I deemed important that I could do either. My mind flew in loops and I struggled with this, frequently at first, and then less often as the days went by, until my experience at Fort Benning became nothing more than a memory. I dealt with this all essentially by ignoring it. I know this isn't what Pax wants to hear, it's probably not what you want to hear, and it's definitely not what I want to admit, but I haven't done a thing. I don't know what to do, and if I did, I'm not sure that I would do it. I've eased back into daily life here, and maybe if there happens to be a mention of South America, or dictators, my thoughts drift back to that weekend, and perhaps I sway the conversation towards it for a moment, but I haven't made a change. I don't know what can be done to solve the problem, and I'm not sure that anyone does. If someone did, I wouldn't be up here today. No one else is up here today telling you exactly the perfect way to reintegrate your life and exactly a way to be comfortable again because I'm not sure anyone has figured it out. The best I or anyone else can do is to remain uncomfortable. If anyone else has a better solution, please come up and take my place. There is no easy answer, and I'd even go so far as saying there is no answer. No good one, anyway. All I can say is next year, 
if the SOA still exists, go. You might not be able to do anything big, but you can, you'll see everything you can't do alone and implore others to pitch in as well. During this time of intercessory prayer, there will be um, a few brief moments of silence. I encourage you to reflect on what you've heard today and to pray. Let's pray. Healing God, we pray for the nations of the world, for all leaders, and for those who make policy decisions. Help our new leadership to understand the consequences of the School of the Americas and the death and destruction that it brings. Help them to close it down for good. We pray for those who are overcome by violence, for victims of injustice or oppression, and for those in poverty or pain. We pray for those affected by the SOA, the communities and families who need healing and peace. We pray for those who endure trials, for those who are disappeared or killed by the SOA, and for those who mourn for their lost loved ones. We pray for all who need comfort and hope. Creating God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us show love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. And where there is sadness, joy. Sustaining God, help us not to seek to be comforted, but to work for the comfort of others. Not to be understood, but to understand. Not to be loved selfishly, but to love our neighbors as ourselves. It is in giving that we receive, and it is in forgiving that we are forgiven. Thank you, Comforter, for the gift of life. Okay, um, as a Colombian, a Latin American, um, my experience at the protest was very, it gave me a lot of hope to see so many people together for one cause, and, and which was the cause for the poor and for the oppressed, for the victims of war, of violence. Um, so the song you're about to hear came out of that um, experience, um, but it is a song of joy and of hope um, as we stand in solidarity and protest with the victims, uh, uh, with the oppressed who are my people of Latin America. Um, the, the, the main word here to, so if you, if you want to join me, is presente, which means here we are, here we stand, or here I am. Um, it came out of the, um, the, back in Georgia they were reading the victims' names, and the whole, and, and everybody sh um, said presente, uh, because often the poor, they are so oppressed and so marginalized from society that they are easily forgotten, you know. Their names are erased from history. So this song, um, we try to join and to remember those, but with a sense of hope because, and love, because otherwise um, there will be no change, okay? So um, yeah, you will see how it goes. So presente, everybody can, can join me when, when that works.
hermanas and brothers de estos dos continentes presente en memoria de todos los desaparecidos vamos presente por the thousands and thousands who's black over the fields presente Presidentes y líderes, we make our humble appeal. Vamos, presente. Para todos los niños víctimas de esta guerra, presente. Y los campesinos desplazados de su tierra, presente. For the mothers and daughters whose love transforms all darkness So let's sing together con el ritmo de la vida y cantemos, vamos If you wanna stand up and clap Colombia, Bolivia, Ecuador, los latinoamericanos, vamos. Presente. Los que claman la paz así que cese la violencia. Presente. For our voices will shout against all the pressure. Por la justicia todos cantemos, let's all sing for justice. our convo today. Thank you very much for coming. If you would like any uh, questions answered or additional resources, the library has several DVDs, books on the school. You can approach any of us. There's a really good website, soawatch.org, that you can also check out. And there's petitions today in the ROT if you want to sign. Thank you. <laughs>